Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's make some tough waiver wire decisions next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome to FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Wednesday, June 15th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And let's start off with a few first basemen. Luke Voigt, since coming off the IL on May 10th, is hitting 254, seven home runs. He's hitting a lot of line drives. And then the other one is Nathaniel Lowe. He went three for four with his eighth home run on Tuesday, and he is mashing over his last 18 games. Scott, what do you think? Voigt? Or Nate Lowe? I think I'd rather take a flyer on Nate Lowe with the way he's rolling now. Now, you know, obviously Luke Voigt has more of a track record and it's a very studly track record just recently. It's two years ago. He's a major league leader in home runs. So if you're saying I have to keep this guy for the rest of the season, okay, maybe I'd go Voigt. But since coming back from the IL, Voigt has still struck out at a 35% clip. I mean, it's astronomical. So even though he's hit some home runs, overall stat line isn't that great. Nate Lowe, meanwhile, this is pretty interesting. Over his past 18 games, he's batting 352 with six home runs. And you look under the hood, okay, the exit velocity, the hard hit rate during that incredibly hot stretch, they're, they're actually lower than what they are for the season. So he has, it's not like he's just clobbering the ball. But his ground ball rate is way down to 38.3% during that stretch. A lot of line drives, a lot of fly balls. Launch angle's always been an issue for him, preventing him from putting up numbers like he had in the minors. So if he's made an adjustment that's led to those changes, you know, it, it might suggest that that's the more reason, more the reason behind the performance than him being hot. And, and maybe he's not even actually that hot. So while he is... Uh, catching attention on the waiver wire. I think I'd, I think I'd take a shot on low, see where this goes. All right, let's move over to some outfielders. Michael Harris, who went three for five, hit his second home run on Tuesday, three batted balls over 100 miles per hour. And then Alec Thomas, who has been very solid, batting 270. He's got five homers, two steals. Both of these guys hit a lot of ground balls. They're both very fast. Scott, what do you think about Michael Harris versus Alec Thomas? Yeah, similar players. I think Michael Harris, I mean, he's younger, and I, I think he has more upside, potentially even in, in the power department. And he made a change, just in the time since he's been called up, he's made a change to his setup at the plate, holds his hands lower, and that's really what's allowed him to take off. Over the past week, exit velocity is up. The, the launch angle has about doubled. And again, if, if, if that's the start of something of a more long-term trend, I could see Harris surpassing Alec Thomas, but you know, six it, at this point, it's almost six, one half a dozen of the other. They probably both need to be rostered in five outfielder leagues and, and three outfielder leagues. You could at least give them a look. All right, let's take a look at some injury news. Unfortunately, on Tuesday, Liam Hendricks placed on the IL with a right forearm strain, which means Kendall Graveman will step into the closer role, and he is 15% rostered. Scott, how would you rank 
Uh, Graveman up against some of the most added relief pitchers recently. Tanner Scott with the Marlins, Tanner Houck with the Red Sox, and Diego Castillo with the Mariners. If we knew this was a long-term absence for Hendricks, I might put Graveman right at the top of the list because I feel like he's going to have a lot of job security. Uh, his performance hasn't been as good as last year. He hasn't been like this lockdown reliever, but it's good enough. However, the Dod- the, the White Sox at least as of now are, are, are saying it's only going to be like a three-week absence for Hendricks. So for that reason, I put the Tanners ahead of him, both Tanner Scott and Tanner Houck. All right, and Tanner Scott picked up his, I believe it was fifth save of the season on Tuesday. Yes, it was. Uh, would you drop? He has each of the last four for the Marlins. Yeah, he's looked great throwing that slider a bunch, getting a lot of strikeouts. That is Tanner Scott. Would you drop Corey Knable, who blew another save on Tuesday? His fourth blown save took his fifth loss. There was an error involved, which was not his fault, but he's walking a lot of batters. Hasn't looked great. What do you think? Would I drop him for any of those guys you're saying? Yeah. I don't think so. I, I do think I do think he's in a volatile spot here. And, and Sir Anthony Dominguez has been the best pitcher in the Phillies bullpen this year. He has some closing experience himself. So I could see a changing of the guard happening there. But volatility just comes with the territory for a closer. And, you know, Tanner Scott, Tanner Houck, they're – They've barely been tested in the role, so they're they're uh, they're pretty volatile. They're they're in pretty volatile spots themselves. So I think I would stick with Knebel over them, and uh, just hope he holds on to it. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in Five. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye bye. Oh,